What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, September 1st. September, man. Game on. Game on. We are just over a week away from the kickoff of the NFL season. Eight days, I believe, if my count is right here, till Thursday night football next week. And obviously, still another weekend of fantasy football drafts for you. I had a, an interesting draft last night. Mike Clay does this going deep format where uh, you have to start at you have to start at least three running backs. You can start up to four. You have to start at least six wide receivers. You can start up to seven. Two tight ends, yay, and two quarterbacks. You can go uh, you can go three on either of those as well. So it is a very deep format. A lot of fun. I have one more draft left, and it isn't this weekend. It'll actually be uh, right before the start of the season next week. But regardless, uh, the landscape has shifted, so we'll talk about roster cutdowns today. A couple quick notes before I dive into that. We finally did get confirmation that Jalen Hurts will be the starter. Duh. Thank you. Uh, he's still a volatile top 12 option. I, I do think there's a reasonably high floor with him. But the weekly ceiling is going to be all over the place. He could go out, throw for 300-plus yards, a couple touchdowns, and be a monster. He could go out and throw for 160 yards and no touchdowns and be a bit of a dud. So that's kind of where you are if you're taking that on uh, with Jalen Hurts. The Vikings traded for Chris Herndon. This is uh, another indication that Irv Smith's injury... Well, it's probably going to sideline him for a good bit of time. I don't think we get too crazy on this one, and I don't think we go too overboard with Tyler Croft with the Jets either. Uh, both of these guys could potentially be in the discussion as three for 32 types, but not getting you know too crazy there. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on what happened with Cam Newton obviously being cut. Talked about it on yesterday's podcast. Belichick said the vaccination stuff had nothing to do with this, whatever. Uh, I'm sure Mac Jones' play was largely the uh, deciding factor. But regardless, media connections potentially to the Dallas Cowboys. That was actually confirmed that they are potentially exploring signing him as a backup. That would make some sense for them. Uh, I, I think you know it makes sense for Newton to potentially be a backup. There was some discussion that Ron Rivera might be interested. And that would obviously bump Ryan Fitzpatrick out of very likely out of the starting job but Rivera shut that down immediately so the only other team that I think and I, it looks like Twitter thought yesterday as well it was my immediate reaction was the Houston Texans it's Rod Taylor has not been told he is the starter he told this to USA Today yesterday uh, but he said he's not looking for confirmation whatever it's still a fluid situation there uh, no doubt about it uh, but those are the big stories. Nothing nothing absolutely massive here. Uh, we're still waiting on anything on Deshaun Watson. He made the 53-man roster, but that doesn't mean anything. He could still be inactive every single week. So there's still a lot of risk if you have him on your rosters. Let's roll through the roster cutdowns, though, because you know there's a lot of players here who maybe are on rosters in redraft leagues slash keeper leagues probably are some of these guys a lot of these guys in fact are on dynasty rosters so uh first name of notes uh well Chuba Hubbard is on the roster he was not cut and there was some uh speculation as to whether or not it would be him or Rodney Smith as the uh, handcuff to Christian McCaffrey it's not Rodney Smith he's cut 
Rodney Smith, Reggie Bonifon out. Chuba Hubbard in. Uh, Chuba Hubbard would be the primary handcuff. No, that does not mean you run out and you drop like a top 40 running back for him. If you don't have room on your roster, you don't have room on your roster. You know, this is the reason why I always argue for larger bench spots. You know, more bench spots is a, a good thing. So if you have six bench spots, you can't you probably can't cut anybody. If you have eight, maybe it all depends. Depends on the size of your league as well, you know, and how many players you're starting. But uh, it's not a let's run out and pick him up. But if you did draft him, yeah, you're sitting in a good spot. Wayne Goldman out for the 49ers. So the 49ers are rolling into the season with Raheem Mostert and the two rookies they drafted. Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell making that team. Elijah Mitchell is now a very, very, very deep name to know. Your dynasty arrow is certainly pointing up. If you can make the 53-man roster, that is really solid. Now, it doesn't mean he sticks because, remember, Jeff Wilson is popped, so he could be back, and then that would possibly mean, you know, we could see Elijah Mitchell move to practice squad. Well, he would have to be, he would have to clear waivers first, but regardless, that could happen, or Elijah Mitchell just sticks on a darn team. Jalen Hurd also made the roster, so there's still hope for dynasty purposes for Jalen Hurd uh, for the 49ers. Uh, Latavius Murray making the roster, but Tony Jones also making the roster for New Orleans. My answer to your question, I have no clue. I keep getting asked, who's the handcuff? I don't know. I wish I did, but I don't. It's it could be either one of them. So if you're taking a flyer, I mean, it's not it's not a terrible idea to take a flyer on either one of them. I just don't have the answer right now as to which one is the priority. Uh, in Los Angeles with the Rams, Xavier Jones uh, waived, but due to an Achilles injury, it's not a complete tear, but it does require surgery. He may resurface with this team at some point, but he's going to obviously miss some time here. And uh, was waived as a result. The Eagles, yet again, waving Jordan Howard, or, or saying goodbye to him in this case, uh, but waving him this time. Uh, that leaves the Eagles with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell on the roster. Yes, Kenny Gainwell's arrow is pointing up, but he is still the number three on the roster. They also parted ways with Travis Fulgham and John Hightower. Those guys are out of the mix now. Uh, so Philly... You know, moving forward with the wide receivers that they have, and Quez Watkins certainly trending up after a really solid preseason. Uh, John Hightower, I don't know if he surfaces somewhere else or he's a practice squad guy, but there you have it. All right, so still, still more running back cutdowns to get to. Up next, after a quick break, let's talk about what the Pittsburgh Steelers did in their backfield. So the Steelers making moves, they end up releasing Jalen Samuels. I had hoped for Jalen Samuels when he came into the league, and he's a prime example, as a bunch of these guys are, uh, that uh, of, of that uh, we're overly optimistic in NFL draft season. Like the dynasty community is overly optimistic about a lot of these guys. And unfortunately, just the nature of the NFL, the nature of a 53-man roster across the you know, across all 32 teams. Most of these guys just don't pan out. It's unfortunate, but Jalen Samuels never really panned out. They end up with Najee Harris, Benny Snell, and Anthony McFarlane on the roster. Um, yeah, Najee Harris is going to see a lot of touches. <laughs> with that, 
that backfield, uh, yeah, he's going to see a lot of touches. No, we're not running out and picking up Anthony McFarlane. He's a change of pace guy. If Harris went down, it would be a committee between the two of them. Deontay Foreman out of the mix for the Falcons. So now the Falcons, Mike Davis, Quadri Allison, and Cordero Patterson. So... I guess Mike Davis is going to touch the ball a lot. I still don't love him, but he's going to touch the ball a lot. Minnesota releasing Amir Abdullah. There's another prime example of not overreacting to the preseason. Remember when Amir Abdullah broke the internet and he even got caught from behind by Darrell Darrell Rivas. But regardless, uh, he gone. He's out of that backfield. Alexander Madison's in a prime spot, obviously, if anything happened to Dalvin Cook, and he remains draftable in the late rounds. Divine Zigbo waved by the Jags. Uh, I really, it was an uphill battle for him anyway. It seemed like Urban Meyer really wanted to get his backfield established, thus bringing in Carlos Hyde, thus drafting ETN. Even with ETN hurt, Zigbo could not hang on in this backfield. The Titans cut Javian Hawkins. Javian Hawkins cut for the second time this preseason. Uh, a great reminder to make sure you know who the player is before you have any sort of take on the player. And a lot of people just saw his name, which is a cool name. And they immediately assumed he was going to be something, but an undersized scat back, really undersized in the NFL, it's tough to carve out a role. Garrett Dokes, the Dolphins waving him. This doesn't really look good at all for his dynasty status. He'll probably bounce around on a practice squad, whether it's the Dolphins practice squad or somebody else. But, um, you know, hey, there was some hope that he could be a diamond in the rough in this year's running back class. I I don't know about that. Moving over to wide receiver, a little bit of a surprise because initially, I mean, the first couple volumes of the game plan, the PDF draft guide over at FTNFantasy.com, I had John Brown as a draftable guy but by the end he was obviously not draftable as Brian Edwards asserted his spot in that offense we knew that you know they weren't going to go anywhere else from Hunter Renfro and Henry Ruggs so really it was a matter of Brown beating out Zay Jones and he allegedly requested his release or supposedly requested his release regardless he gone so it is uh, Ruggs Edwards Renfro Jones and Willie Sneed on that roster The Titans waving Des Fitzpatrick. They traded up to get him. What the heck? Des Fitzpatrick, I viewed viewed him as a very one-dimensional player, and the dimension wasn't optimal. If you're a one-dimensional slot receiver who can't really do that much, you really probably don't have a role in the NFL, unfortunately. Maybe he surfaces somewhere else. There was some hope that maybe he could be a little bit of a deeper name on that roster. Uh, Obviously, that's not the case anymore. Here's another player that fantasy folks overreacted to for way too many times. Kiki QT. He gone. Texans waved him. If you can't make the Texans roster, uh, there's not much hope for you. So your dynasty shares of Kiki QT are uh, definitely trending down. Equinemius St. Brown waved by the Packers. Unfortunately, it never, never happened here for EQ. It was a prime opportunity to step in, I mean, there's been a thin depth chart beyond Devontae Adams and was not able to assert himself, injuries, etc. So St. Brown, he may surface somewhere else, but there's very unlikely to be any fantasy value in the future. The Saints cutting Chris Hogan, he'll go back to lacrosse very likely. You know, they needed some depth to get through camp, but he gone. Thaddeus Moss out for the Bengals. Uh, so if you had any hope there for Randy Moss's son, 
I don't think it's going to happen. He really wasn't a, a, a prominent pass catcher anyway coming into the league. I know people see the the last name, the relationship, the father, and expect him to be this like pass catching monster. And that's not really what Moss was at at LSU at the college level. Brian Hoyer gone. So the Patriots not only getting rid of Cam Newton, but also Hoyer. Maybe it's time for Hoyer to go into the coaching ranks, but it always seemed like that would be a good fit for him. But regardless, their only backup quarterback right now, because Jared Stidham's banged up, is Jacoby Myers. <laughs> so he can do it all, folks. He was a converted quarterback at the college level. Um, I dig what the Lions did. The Lions are a model for us for fantasy football purposes. They cut both of their kickers. The Lions are going to freaking stream kickers. They know that you don't need a kicker until right before week one. So Zane Gonzalez and Randy Bullock, dad bod himself, are out. I dig it, Lions. No kicker on the roster right now. The Chargers waived Michael Badgley. So Badgley, uh, he he gone. Tristan Vizcaino. I think I said that right. Is the kicker. <laughs> Vizcaino. Get used to it. Uh, those are the big cutdowns. Michael Thomas will be on the pup, by the way. Reserve pup list, which means he will be out until week seven. The Saints have a week six bye. And if you are doing the math at home, if you go to week 14 in your regular season of fantasy football, that means 43% of your season, Michael Thomas will be on the pup. He is not worth drafting this weekend. I don't care. Not drafting him. Uh, but Jeff, what about IR spots? All right, f- whatever. I-, I don't play in leagues with IR spots because I hate them. They're stupid. People use them as a free bingo space. There should be stipulations on them, but I digress. We don't know if Saquon will be out there in week one, but still take the discount on him. We don't know if Evan Ingram will be out there in week one, so don't draft him. He's a late-round guy anyway. Looks like DJ Chark will be out there in week one, so that is good. He's dealing with that hand injury. And Marvin Jones, who Marvin Jones with the shoulder injury, looks like he'll be out there. So they'll be at full strength there. The Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Urban Meyer being investigated for what he has said about COVID and and players who are vaccinated, but that's a different story. One other note here, Tariq Cohen will be on the pup to start the season out, has not been able to recover from the knee injury. So that means uh, it'll be David Montgomery and Damian Williams. Damian Williams figures to be involved in the passing game there uh, for the Bears. David Montgomery remains a player who I am not looking at. I know that people love to love David Montgomery. I know it. But I'm not looking at him. I'm not looking at him. He's in the dead zone, man. The dead zone is the prime spot to draft wide receivers this year. You're not going after wide receivers in that spot. You might leave yourself a tad too thin, and you might enter the season a tad too volatile. If you're somebody who every year you're like, I had I drafted great, and then I got crushed by injuries, look at how you draft running backs. Just saying. Just saying. All right, that's going to do it for today. At Jeff Radcliffe on Twitter. At Jeff Radcliffe on Instagram. Lots of DMs, man. I'm still doing my best to get caught up. Over at FTNFantasy.com as well. Get in now. Promo code RATPACK. Not only rankings, projections, articles galore, but the Discord. People loving the Discord. Getting to talk to me one-on-one in the Discord. I love it, man. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.